supreme need of our time is for men to learn to live together in peace and harmony. I have directed the continued and increased close surveillance of Cuba and its military buildup. This is a strong nation. This is a compassionate nation. This is a decent nation. And this is a nation that will not let terrorists change our way of life. And with eyes fixed on the horizon and God's grace upon us, we carried forth that great gift of freedom and delivered it safely to future generations. Welcome to the American Perspective with Joshua Newmark. Joining me today is Kimber Shear with the United Coalition Against Cyber Abuse and Scams. Kimber, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Now, for those that are listening, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Okay, um, I'm the admin for UCaucus. And um, what we do is we uh, fish out the scammers, get evidence on them, and turn them in to um, Twitter and the FBI. Uh, we also uh, work with pedophiles, uh, any type of cyber abuse, such as trolls, and uh, et cetera, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Now, is this something that a group of you got together and you started this yourself, or are you working actively with? the FBI and other organizations to do this? We started it ourselves. And is that something that probably most people should be doing? I mean, we should be taking a look at things around us and protecting our family, friends, you know, things like that. Yes. Most people um, just block them, but that, that doesn't get rid of the scammers or the trolls. It just moves them on to somebody else that, may not have a stronger constitution and get pulled in by them. Now you said, you know, blocking. I I've done that. I think most of us do that. What would be the better, the better situation or steps to follow if we recognize that there's something not right? Um, definitely report first um, and then block. Also, you could get a hold of us and there's many other um, scam busting teams out there. All you have to do is a search. Scam haters is one of the better ones, um, but they're only on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, okay. Now, how long have you been doing this? Um, about a year. And in that period of time, what would you say has been the percentage of reports that you've made and how many scammers get stopped? Um, Mostly romance scammers. Um, they unfortunately deploy several different techniques and several different types of scams together. Um, and they are looking for people who are ill of any type, mentally or chronically. Um, they even target people in palliative care and those with Alzheimer's. Um, it, it's getting pretty bad out there. We're, we're actually getting more and more and more scammers by the day. You would think they would avoid us, but instead of avoiding us, they seem to be targeting us as well. 
That's incredible. Have you noticed a trend that could be causing some of this or is it just with population growth and internet use? Um, I think it's um, population growth and internet use um, as well as a lot of other factors. Um, for one, I think they're trying to figure out how we work and and the techniques we use to, to bust them. I've had them ask me flat out, how do you tell we're a fake profile? Oh, so they're they're learning and adapting. They're trying to figure us out, yeah, and what we do. I just tell them I'm psychic. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, let that, uh, let that scent trail go away for a bit. Um, <laughs> now, some of the things that you've that you've noted that that your organization does look at uh one of the first topics was lottery and sweepstakes scams now is that just the the uh emails from africa saying that you you know you you spend this amount of money and then you'll get your reward or is it something different it's that plus if you'll notice there's been um publisher clearinghouse um sweepstakes um even uh, Facebook sweepstakes on Twitter. Now they're not going to put their sweepstakes on Twitter. Okay. So I, I'd like people to um, stop and think before they act and give out their personal information. There's also sugar daddies. They'll give you so much money if you contact them. Some of them actually do give you a little bit of money, but it's mainly to get your information. Okay. So it's a little bit of an, or more of entrapment, you know, they yes. give you a little bit and then they'll rob you blind when you're not thinking about it. Yes. What is the biggest lottery or sweepstakes scam that you're seeing at the moment? Um, they're, they're asking uh, and telling you government grants. And unless you apply at a .gov organization, you're not applying for a government grant. Yeah, that's a good it's bit of advice. all through the state, yeah. Why do you think that people would get, you know, f basically get hooked by that kind of, of thing? Do you think it's just, it's the money or is, are people just too trusting? Both. I mean, there's a lot of people in this world that are in need and they prey upon that. Mm -hmm. Plus, you know, we tend to be more trusting yeah, it than shows, a lot of Shows that there's others. a little bit of humanity left in us, I suppose, but yet that can still be a destructive thing. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, let's go back to what you mentioned earlier was the romance scams. Um, it looks like those are the most common. Uh, who, yes. who are they targeting? They are targeting those that have chronic and mental illness, um, the elderly, um, young, young people who are just getting their credit cards and just getting established and not really experienced with, you know, a lot of people on, online. Mm -hmm. um, but like I say, a lot of when you're younger is, you know, your parents say, well, you you contact these people only, but once you become an adult and you open yourself up to a lot of this. Sure. What, 
types of profiles are being used? I, I would assume it's military soldiers, you know, posing as someone overseas. A lot of that, yes. Um, and the majority of those are Nigerians. Okay. And they steal photos and um, names of our military heroes and then approach people with those profiles. Um, also, doctors. And the doctors are, are extremely dangerous. A lot of these people are, are practicing medicine without a license. They pretty much will want uh, um, whoever they're talking to to quit taking their medicine, get their meds from them. And a lot of times they don't receive meds, or if they do, they get substandard or sugar pills, you know, kind of thing. Okay, um, so let me clarify this. So you're these are actual doctor profiles. They're posing as a doctor, and then they're actually subscribing or sending medication to people? Yes. How dangerous yes. is that? Yes, they, they want you to not go to the emergency room if you're really sick. Um, they want you to put off surgeries until they can come and do the surgeries. And of course, we know they're not ever going to come. So, and is it mostly elderly that you're seeing these profiles connected to, or is it a broader audience? It's it's anybody who falls into those illness categories. Now um, that, that's troubling for a lot of different reasons. How are they getting this information to target these people? Well, myself was first approached because I um, put out there my illnesses on my profile because I help a lot of people that deal with the same illness. And uh, that's the biggest thing is they, they uh, search for people who um, have illness or hashtag their illness. Oh, so it really... It's coming down to us. We're putting too much information about ourselves and not realizing it's out there. Right. And um, once they get you, they can look through your friends list and find many others with the same problems. That's interesting. I wonder how many people don't even realize that, that they're doing that. Many, many don't. Now. You also noted um, that there's the use of celebrities or celebrity profiles in these? Mm-hmm. For romance scams, um, as well as charities. They um, use charities these um, celebrities are involved in, and they actually collect money. So your money's going to a scammer. It's not going to these celebrities. And most celebrities on their real website will have links to their charities where you can donate. Do not do it on social media. Okay. Now, one of the things that, that I know about Twitter is that you always look for the blue check mark uh, next to a person's name so that you know that it's a recognized person or, or organization. Is that still a good thing to follow? Yes. However, they, don't, they haven't verified accounts for quite some time. So some of the newer stars 
are not verified. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. So um, it's a good thing you're here today because I'm learning a few things and hopefully everybody else is too. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any top recognized celebrities or charities right now that you're seeing that people can take note of? Canal Reeves, um, Vin Diesel. Uh, let's see. There was one other, um, Bruce Willis. Those are, those are really oftenly, um, I call it doppelganging because a lot of times they mirror their sights. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I can't stress enough. If you guys out there have an account that is not used that you don't use anymore, delete it. Do not leave it. They will take that site, these scammers. So they're able to hack into your account and steal the account basically. Yeah. And if you're not using it, you have no clue it's being done. Excellent tips. The another uh, thing that you noted was poor people from Gambia. What's that about? Yes. Well, um, they will contact you and tell you what bad condition they're in and their families are in. They're usually orphans or their mother is sick. They need money for food, etc. And honestly, it's all going into the pockets of scammers. Mm -hmm. They make millions from this. If you want to donate to these poor people of Gambia, do it through Oprah, do it through UNICEF, Red Cross, reputable companies and do it from their websites, not and, from social media. And it's for things like um, food, school supplies, you know, things like yes. that, you know, the basics that we normally hear about. Yes. And we did some research and found out that uh, all males in Gambia get schooling for free. So they don't need money for school. They do have to have a uniform and, and um, to go to school. But other than that, their educations are free. So, you know, the best thing to do, uh, and most people will say this anyway, is to donate locally to an organization that you know has a physical structure somewhere near you and that you yes. can choose, you know, how those funds are distributed. Yes. Now, the process with the, uh, the the Gambia thing, is it mostly bots or is it people? A lot of times they reach out to you with bots and the stories all start the same. And then if you ask tough questions, then it usually kicks you to the scammer. Or if it gets through their main spiel in the beginning, we call them scripts then it kicks you to the scammer whom you actually end up talking to a person then. Oh, okay. That but sounds... they use the bots to reach out in the beginning. I, I think I'm even seeing some of that in some of the, the social apps that I use, you know, to meet people locally, that kind of thing. I, you, you get those weird random, it starts off weird. It's kind of, like you said, it's almost scripted. And then all of a sudden, once you respond, then everything begins. Yes. Okay. Now, yes. what about big businesses? Any scams or anything like that with organizations? 
Um, yes, not as many, but uh, you got to watch your investments. Um, this new cryptocurrencies, um, many different kinds, um, a lot of them are invested in by scammers. Uh, it, people don't know that. And the worst part so, about cryptocurrency is it's you can't trace it. Once it's gone, it's gone. Yes. Yes, and that's why they like it because it can't be traced back to them. Interesting. Now, what's the trend with that? What are, what are we looking for to catch it? Um, money coming out of your account, people wanting you to transfer money for them. A lot of times these romance scammers will want you to start accounts and then um, they will deposit money in to quote unquote help you and, and pay fines or whatever they're scam is they're using to pay that to them so in other words it's going into your account that you made up and then transferred from your account so the person gets left holding the bag basically and women here in the United States are going to jail for money laundering interesting so instead of the old-fashioned ways you could be laundering cash using cryptocurrency yes Yes, definitely. Is there a, and, a... Oh, go ahead. And the ones that use actual bank accounts that the money's coming from, it's usually not coming from their account or it's coming from a dummy account they set up. So once the money is transferred, that account disappears and you're left holding the bag mm. and responsible. So always a good thing is check your bank account balances periodically or at least daily and just make sure that there's no unauthorized transactions going on there first. Yes, and definitely do not start a bank account for somebody else in your name. Do not do it. Yeah, especially because you're going to use your social security number. Right, and then they have access to all your information when you do that as well. Now... In some of the notes that you sent over to me, what's the Alley Waterbury investigation about? Well, um, I'm, everybody knows um, Jody Larson, who was the campaign manager. She was asked to um, investigate the allegations against um, Allie, which was 10 years prior. So she asked Eukakis to do that. And since it dealt with scams, we went ahead and did that investigation and found that, you know, she had pled guilty to, you know, investment fraud, which was a movie supposedly going to be made. And um, she said she was uh, hoodwinked into it as well. We don't know, you know, what she was thinking or anything at the time. But um, Danielle Stella rolled with it oh. when she herself, you know, had been arrested for a felony. Interesting. Not fraud, but shoplifting. Is, um, is there a, a trend you're seeing of organizations that we can be seeing that's being used? Or is this something that's there's really no, uh, no structure to yet? No, there's really no structure to that yet. Um, 
it's it's mainly of course you know if you've been arrested it's all public record here in the united states so anybody that wants to check on danielle stella's record or ali waterberry's you know can go down to the courthouse and get copies of the transcripts of their cases yeah and if anybody does have any questions about what we're talking about you can reference some of the previous episodes here at the american perspective because we've been discussing danielle stella uh, you know i interviewed her about her run for office and since then there's been a lot of things coming out about her like you mentioned these arrest records yes yes i helped jody um figure out what to ask for when she went to the um courthouse and basically we did civil criminal and current because she has current cases right now that she needs to go to court for this is incredible there's just there nobody's off limits to some of this it's just so rampant it seems yeah it's unreal and i and um to me you know if you've been arrested for a felony and and charged that way, you know, running for public office should be limited. Yeah, definitely. Let's go into the most sensitive of topics, um, pedophiles. You, yeah. you track them, you communicate, and once you get the information from them, what all happens? What's, what is it that, that you're doing? Um, what we, I, what we do is um we we track them we watch them uh twitter is very lax about getting rid of their scammers their pedophiles pornography child porn all of it um it's like pulling teeth to get them to actually do something about it so um when you um are approached we ask people to contact us and we watch the conversations um some of us have profiles that are young children that um, they approach and um, they approach them thinking they are 13 14 year olds um we've been sent dirty pictures um, been asked to marry, you know, grown men. Um, they want pictures of the child nude. It's just, it's really awful how they approach these kids. Now, um, w with that going on, you know, we're seeing a, a huge chunk of liberal Democrat, Democrat leaders that are wanting to lump in pedophilia into the LGBT umbrella coverage. How is it going to be fighting this when you have legislators that are trying to condone pedophilia? To me, this is horrendously scary because they can hide behind the skirts of psychologists saying, oh, we're quote unquote being treated. You know, most people do not tell their their therapist the complete truth mm -hmm. and you know it, it's scary to think that you know they could be out there abusing children and 
saying, oh, I'm getting treated. And you know, they think they should have rights like a gay person has rights or like a person of color has rights. Yeah, which is not the case. <laughs> I don't believe so, no. You, you've got Twitter, and let's talk about Twitter. Um, you're seeing these people, these profiles on Twitter, um, you're conducting these searches and track, you know, tracks through Twitter. Twitter has this hidden porn side, which I never knew about. Um, and until I, somebody was talking about something on Twitter. And then I noticed that, I mean, there's porn stars, you know, they have these profiles on Twitter. It, it's like this dark web, if you would, version of Twitter. Um, you know, Twitter wants to con to censor conservative views um, and speech behind that side, but yet it sounds like they're not taking care of the things that are truly harmful to Americans. No, they're not. And, um, you know, if they want to allow porn, okay, but walk those sites. So 13-year-olds that are on here can't see it. Make it viewable for only 18 and older. Mm-hmm. If they're going to do this, they need to do it right. They need to be held to American law. They are American companies. So much is going on on the internet. You know, we're talking about the pedophiles. Um, let's, before we go into the next thing, do you have an approximate case number? How many profiles have you turned over to the feds from pedophilia? Um. Well, we recently um, teamed up with Volunteer for Kids, and um, we've been reporting thousands of child porn cases from around the world. Um, they reported all to NECMAC, which is at Missing Kids, and the FBI. So we have not had to actually do the actual reporting. Um, Eucaucus itself, before we teamed up with them, have probably turned in about 30 cases to the FBI. Okay. Alone. And we have not been working that long, just a few months. That's within a few months. Well, no matter the amount, I mean, anything we can do to get these people off the internet is is really the most important thing well a total um volunteer for kids has turned in fourteen thousand child porn cases and that's just from twitter and they're on facebook and instagram and many other um social medias as well it's it, not just twitter why so many i mean is it just that it's too easy on social media that there's no control i mean nobody's watching or looking yeah, that's just it. They're not being policed. Yet other people not, are. <laughs> right, right. Uh, here, these, this is another one of your topics, um, which the, I've seen a lot of trolls. What's going on with that? Why are we seeing such an uptick of people trolling the internet? Um, some of it's political. They're trolling their constituents the people they're running against. Um, also, it's scammers, especially if you're 
people who are turning them in and um, causing them any type of problem, they will come back at you for several different profiles. If they think you're somebody that they've gotten money from before, Mm -hmm. they troll you with different profiles to try to get more money out of you. Um, Plus, there's just some nasty people in the world that think they can say anything they want to others and that it doesn't matter. And they go through people's friends list and, and message them saying, you know, that you're nasty or whatever. And, um, that's the definition of being a troll is, um, just basically not being a nice person, being nasty to somebody else, causing them harm. And we've seen this, I mean, even at the school level of cyberbullying. Yes. You know, it's, exactly. it's, it's easy to, to be somebody else when you don't think the world can see you or touch you. Right. What's, what are some tips that you have, uh, you know, to, to fight off the trolls or the cyberbullying? What should people be doing? Well, if, if it starts, you need to... Um, report them for targeted harassment. You need to not only report it to the social media, you need to, you know, to report it elsewhere to your local law enforcement, um, to report it to your caucus. We will watch them. We will report them as well. We will do what we can to stop it. Um, a lot of, uh, people, who are pedophile hunters find that these pedophiles stalk them and um, troll them and try to get them kicked off the um, internet so they don't have to deal with them. So, you know, it, it encompasses, you know, the whole range from scammers to pedophiles to children to, you know, just nasty adults. Yeah, you know, so much has changed. I mean, I I remember being in high school in the 90s. We didn't have to worry about this. I mean, the internet was just so new and so limited. Um, You could, I mean, you could email, there were chat rooms, but we didn't have smartphones and we didn't have the world at our fingertips like we do today. Um, I, I can't imagine growing up as a teen or youth today with this kind of technology and this kind of harassment, um, you know, just the, the nasty part of society. I, I can't yeah, imagine they can what hide behind their keyboards. Mm. Just, a, it's unreal. Uh, you know, the, the last part that we'll talk about, because I think we're all encompassing at this last part is internet abuse. What is it about internet abuse that you're seeing with your organization? I mean, we know what we see on a daily basis, but is there anything darker? Um, there's just some really nasty people. Um, they cuss people. Like I said, they troll people. Um, they talk bad about them online, disparagingly. Um, it's just like you say, cyberbullying. Okay. Uh, internet abuse, you know, to me is this child porn. 
those kids are being abused. We yeah. have seen horrible things. We've seen teenagers commit suicide over the abuses that they have endured on social media. Yes, and adults do as well. Once they lose everything they've got to a scammer and they've nothing left, a lot of times these people, you know, commit suicide. I, I still, I don't like pointing the finger of blame this way. I think that a lot of parents are to blame for some of this. Like, why would you give an eight, nine, 10 year old, a cell phone that has social media? Why are parents not, uh, you know, overseeing their children's activity online? Uh, do you think that's the biggest contributor to this or is there something else maybe I'm not thinking? Well, I agree with that as well. Um, but, you know, the way society is today, it's common for children to have their own cell phones. They need them to keep contact with their parents, etc. But their parents should know who they're engaging with, not just online, but offline. With sex trafficking, the way things are today, you know, a parent has to be vigilant. You have to know every detail of what your kid is doing. Yeah, I mean, I could see giving your child a flip phone that's very basic. You know, you can program what numbers are, are usable. Um, why aren't parents doing that? Why do kids need a smartphone and a $1,000 smartphone, you know, on top of it, knowing that this type of, of uh, evil is out there. I agree. I don't think children need that kind of a phone. Um, it's, it's just too scary. It is. And um, I don't think parents realize how bad it is. But all they have to do is, you know, watch the news and you'll see, you know, tra sex trafficking. A lot of times they approach these kids online. That's just frightening. You know, with everything that you and I have talked about today, everything considered, what do you, do you think that we're going to be our own downfall? Do you think it's society, it's people, we're allowing these things? Do you think it's that simple? Yes, I think well, it's not just society, it's these big business social media sites, they allow it. They want the number, oh, well, we have so many people on our site. They do not police their sites the way they should be policed. So it's more a thing of we should be checking ourselves and being more vigilant mm -hmm. about the world around us. Yes. And they're like, well, you know, all those child porns, they're from India, they're from China, they're from wherever. Well, they're not just from there. They're from here too. They're from Canada. They're from Mexico. They're from all over. They are American companies. Mm. They should be held to American law, regardless of where the, the profiles are from. Or the person behind it, you know? Right. And with sex trafficking, our kids are getting sold. You know, the site may be from from India, but there's white children on there. 
So even sex trafficking is out there on social media. Uh, that I yeah. was not, a, I, I honestly wouldn't have thought you'd get it that way. I was always thinking that it's, you know, you're kidnapped off the street or uh, when you're in a foreign country or something, but it's, it's even that close. Yes. They, they, a lot of times uh, approach the children on social media first. That's scary. And yes, it is. It's, it's very scary. I mean, yes, you know, kids are getting stolen out of targets, you know, but uh, the majority of them are approached first on social media. There was one profile I know of that uh, they went in to bust them as scammers and they found computers full of child porn of children they had contacted online. Hmm. And children don't necessarily know, you know, hey, if I send a naked picture, it's going to be there for the rest of my life online. Yeah, people they don't need to... think about the consequences, you know. Yeah, everything we put out there is out there, and there's really no way of getting rid of it because you you have to go down the rabbit hole into the dark web, and that's something that you really don't want to be messing with. Right, right. I've heard about the dark web. I'm not, I've never been, and it's scary to even think about. It's bad enough, you know, out in the light, seeing what you know how lax social media is. Mm -hmm. I mean, even with adult porn, you know, we, we would report a hundred adult porn sites and lucky to have 10 of them gone. And then they come back. They're smacked on the hand. Yeah. We're just not doing enough. No. Kimber. And I mean, we as, People need to stand up and do something about it and make our views heard. Yeah, and, and that's part of what the American perspective is here for. It's, it's to shed light, talk about the topics we don't talk about, and start being more active about the world around us. Yeah, something's got to be done. And if we don't do it ourselves, it's not going to be done. Well, Kimber, I cannot thank you enough for being with me today and shedding light on all of these topics and giving us the information that we need to empower ourselves going forward. Is there any final words that you want to give the listening audience? Anybody suspicious that contacts you, that falls in love with you within a day, send their act to us. Report and block if you don't. Don't just block because you're doing nothing. You're sending that scammer on to somebody else that may be susceptible to being scammed. And how can everybody find you or you caucus? What's the best way to contact you? We are at you underscore C-A-C-A-S, all capitals. Or you can contact me at shekimber1 all lowercase. That's perfect. You know, again, thank you so much for being here, Kimber. We'll stay in touch with you. If there's anything else that, uh, that changes, let us know. We'll let the audience, you know, hear about it, keep everybody up to date. But thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. And thank you for having me.